Listen to the Plus 4-4 podcast wherever you get your podcasts or listen early and ad-free on Amazon Music. Welcome to another episode of Plus 4-4 presents the Naughty Podcast. I'm Eddie Caddy. And I'm Nadia J. So for the past few weeks, we've been taking you on a nostalgic journey of the noughties. We've been talking to people who have helped pave the way in music, TV and fashion. That's right. We've been joined by some very special guests. Mm-hmm. And today is no different. That's right. So in addition to like TV, we've talked about music, fashion of the era. It was also a time when people started to create a space for themselves to elevate their passions and their dreams. This is the first time I've met the guy, right? And we're talking, just having a random conversation, and he's like, yeah, I love Funky House, but you know what you black people are like? You're gonna, your gangsters are gonna get involved, you're gonna root, like, you guys just ruin everything. Wow. And I'm looking at, you know what, you know what we were talking about earlier about being shocked and frozen? Yeah, yeah I'm not a man, I'm not a man that's gonna have that. Attack them, with the good, good vibes, attack them, with the power one time, relax them, can't take what's mine, relax them. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase, every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval. Terms apply. You know, it was in 2005 that YouTube was created. I'm still mind blown by That's that. That's actually 2005. Like, that gave a platform to showcase the talent in any way they wanted. All the talents. Like, it was one of those moments where you didn't have to audition anymore. Mm. You auditioned for the world. That's right. And you just had your own ideas that you could put to life without... You, like you got rid of the middleman absolutely so to help us dive into that era of doing it for yourself the DIY generation we have two people that have been doing this all their lives they've made successful careers doing just that so I would like you to make some noise please Eddie oh yeah I know you're ready yeah producer singer MC and writer Doneo Doneo hey hey Lord of mercy. Hey. So now we've got to do a really, in, we've got to do a really sick intro now for the next guest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for you, it. You take the lead. No, I'm gonna do BVs for this, this one. This guy here is full of energy, man. Mm-hmm. I call him a pioneer when it comes to conversations. When it comes to trigger points, yes. he speaks his mind. Whenever this guy is on YouTube, mm-hmm. I feel like YouTube owe him shares. He was one feel? of the first. Let's just put it out there. He's one. Yeah, like, he, 100%. Let's be real. You lot are, are his sons. Yeah. Let's just put it out there quickly. He, he, he started the mic. He would not mind us saying this. The one and only Poet. You are his sons. You are his sons. So our two guests today are two people who really embodied the DIY generation. They did because we're talking about two people who didn't wait for the doors, didn't wait for labels or platforms to come to them. Nope. They literally knocked the door. They said, "Sir, excuse me." So this guy actually dropped his second single, "My Philosophy," in two thousand and three. It was actually two thousand. 2000? Yeah. That's crazy. My guy. Are you serious? <laughs> yes. My God. What, what's what's it? Why have we got 2003? Because me and Sticky promoted the record for like a year and a half and then it officially came out like 2002. Uh, All right. We're going to talk about that. We're going to okay. talk about that for sure. We're going to talk about Pin that. that. All right. So then in 2009... <laughs> We saw him transition to the UK funky house scene. Mm-hmm. One of the biggest tracks of that era, and Party today, Hard. To be fair, I'm not gonna lie to you, that was my moment, you know. Like, what, Party I, Hard? I could, yeah, yeah, talk yeah, to us I, about I, the I, video, listen, guys, in case I, you didn't know. I shone bigger than Danae on that. That, oh, that was Lord. my video. You was, lot are gonna have to go mine. find the video whilst we're doing the episode so you can see what Eddie looked like. So last time I had hair. Oh, bless yeah, you. Yeah, and then the hair said, let me go. How that did was, you? <laughs> that's the moment my hair was How doing did you end up being in the video? It's my guy. Because okay. this is like so, one of my best friends. This is like, we used to hang out all the time. From school days, secondary school days. No, no, like, no, just the scene, but from okay. like early in the scene. Funky was like when the UK black music thing proper exploded. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, but I remember that video like it was yesterday, man. Listen, we had the best time on that set. The yeah, best. I can imagine. Okay, so we have another guest here, of course. So... So joining Deneo and us on the podcast, we also have Poet, who is a podcaster. Can I also add, yeah, that he was a podcaster before anyone even knew what podcasting was. Absolutely. Facts on facts. Uh, creative agency owner and an entrepreneur. Not many people know this about Poet. He's literally on the pulse of everything that matters from music to sport. He knows what's important to young Londoners. I've actually had a conversation with Poet about that, that he makes stuff for people like him. That's the reason why. 
He is so good at what he does. But we'll talk to him in a minute. He's right here. Um, he also is doing it independently. So DIY generation, I think this is, this is going to be a good one, Eddie, because Great a lot of people are doing this but didn't know that these lot were doing this And first. this is going to be educational. And he also started off as a grime MC. He did. Poet, I mean, hopefully he's got some bars for us today. We're about to find out right now. Let's welcome into the Plus 44 building, Donnell, the one and only Poet. Oi, oi. break down 2000 to 2010, the noughties. What, what do you remember? What was Poet doing? What are you doing? So, in 2000, 2010, I just, that was like a massive transition for me because I was in university and my whole thing in university is I didn't want to be there. And I've got my dad who's a drug dealer, Rasta, don't listen to the government. And you've got mum who's a posh Jamaican, the worst type, from, from <laughs> Kingston. You know the ones that go, they don't say wagwan, they say hello and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So mum was one of those. So I, although I didn't really have a relationship with my dad, I proper respected his principles because all the things he said never changed from when we were younger. Whereas my mum caught chopping and changing with whatever was going on. Yeah. So I was like, do you know what? I'm dropping out of uni because you just always change your mind about what you think I should do, whereas my dad sticks to the same thing. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go with him. So then like 2004, 2005, when Grime was picking up, yep. my friends were doing mm -hmm. Grime for time, but I never did it. Just out of the fear because of my mum. She's on this, be a doctor nonsense. I, 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 I feel you. I feel and it's you. long fam. So then I said to my mum, do you know what mum, you be a doctor. Yeah. Do you know what I did that to my dad? We did that to my dad. When my dad was like, "You have to go uni. You have to go uni." We said, "Dad, you didn't finish you. You didn't go uni." Yeah, do as and I my say. Dad not as I do, uni, it, them parents. We called his bluff. He finished uni. He looked, hey, yeah. my dad finished uni. My dad graduated uni a year before I graduated. Oh, he said, dumb. he looked at me and said, "Good luck." I don't care if my mom was yeah, a doctor. I hear you. She, yeah. don't call the bluff. I don't care. I, I don't care about the number. I just don't want to do this. I hear you. And she always stuck on this. How when I was a child, I said, "Mom, when you was a child, man, there was a lot of white people and less black people." And now look outside. So mm. let me just do my thing today, darling. Mm. So when I started doing the grand thing, two thousand and five, two thousand and six, obviously, like people like Danielle were like guys. They were the guy. Like, yeah. Wiley, yeah. The guy. Page Gold. The guys. Um, and then there was like smaller groups of people. From the area. So we had like Venom crew from our area. Specifically North London, yeah? North yeah. London, we had like Venom. We had Animaniacs. Um, Animaniacs were lit. Um, we had... Jesus. Obviously, we had Combination Camp. We were all of that from Tiverton. There was loads of groups of people. And we were from Ferry Lane, which is like the neutral place. So right. we didn't have yeah. no groups. We just kicked football. We love football, yeah, football, okay. football, football. And then it started growing into music and so on and so forth. So then we made our little crew. And it was me and my cousin, uh, Poet and Scribs. And we just... Yeah, man, we worked hard, bro. Like, we were in studio every single day. We were doing writing workshops every weekend at his house from Friday to Damn. Sunday. Like, we were, like, we would watch, we'd listen to Danao music, try to figure out, like, because we were so strong on lyrics and talking yeah. was like lyrics, 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 that when someone had a style which wasn't so, you have to listen to it three times to understand, it was kind of more straight to the point, but it was a vibe about it. Me and my cousin would look at each other like, how can we do that? Like, how do we do that? So we would just like listen to a lot of Danao, listen to a lot of Wiley, a lot of Page Go. So Solid were prominent at the time. So mm. it was just like, we wanted to know how to be great musicians. How were you connected to these artists during the time? Uh, social media wasn't as prominent at the time, of course. You listened it wasn't, to, it didn't even it wasn't exist. It really a thing. So oh. what was your, because now people feel like they have access yeah. you know, to the next. So how was it for you? Did it feel far-fetched? No, not at all. Um, I, like I said, my dad, I believe I can be, I, to this day, I believe I can do whatever I want. Go no on. one can't tell me nothing. I can do whatever I want because yes, I know what I can't do. I know what's wrong. So by knowing what's wrong, I know everything I can do because I yeah. would never do the things that are wrong anyway. Mm. So I've always believed that. And then, yeah, I was the driving force behind me and my cousins. I said to them, we're going to do this grime thing. 100%. I found a radio station. We're going to heat FM a couple of times. It was a bit dangerous. <laughs> I, said, I got my shoelaces stole. So I said, scrap this. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so then, um, yeah, we were just on it, Eddie. I, I was... I can't lie to you. The moment I said, I'm going to do this, I said, I'm going to do this. And this, this. is rapping, isn't it? For those and that don't really yeah. know. Yeah. yeah. And this was just everything. Because I didn't just want to do music. I wanted to do loads of stuff, but I felt like music was a good start. Yeah. Yeah. I really loved yeah. it. Yeah. And the good thing about connecting back in the day, it was more authentic because we're in the hood. Yeah. So like whoever's bad in the hood will be known in another area and whoever had done music will be known in another area. And your sort of meetup points for finding out who was lit was radio station and youth clubs. Yeah. So like whoever got the response on the mic because well, who was good. It was no views. There was no numbers. It was down to authentic. Like it had to and be no authentic. Clout. And no clout. Nothing, none of that. So um, the beautiful thing about it was that you had to work hard because you had no other choice. And um, you had to be a unique. Um, you had to be dedicated. Bro, it was sick. Bro, See, you had to really place me there. Bro. I'm really there. I'm with really you, right? in there. Like, but I, but you yeah. know, I want to say, I want to say, like Danae, obviously, what poet is explaining is exactly what you would have to have done. 
but you was doing it, it though. He That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it popped it. off for you in a in a time that like I didn't know what you looked like, but I was banging your crazy out. Yeah. I I I did it on purpose. I don't like fame. I I I realized that as soon as I left school and I got into grime, because it was garage first, and then, yeah. then it yeah. turned into yeah. grime. Yeah. I realized I don't like this fame thing. So then, by the time Funky came, had enough experience to be successful without the fame. But what was your experience? Well, I though? saw you though. Like, and I was where gassed. did you see? It? Did you? Ah, yeah. Where, where no, was I'll it? We went on an event. Yeah. yeah. I was everywhere, bro. Of course you. Was. I was everywhere. I would find out anything. And I found out you were going to be there. I didn't know what you looked like. So we went on an event in uh, Brick Lane. Talking about like, we, see, to... we see the magazine covers. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. Here. You walk up Brick Lane and as you're getting towards the end where the, the two bagel shops are, just before there, there's like a place right now where there's like loads of bikes, Boris bike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like a little yeah, alley yeah. you turn right there, right. you walk straight down on your left hand side. Like Memories. Down now, there's like a train station thing that was inside there, the old train station. You went in, you went downstairs. Yeah, man. Do you know what that sounds like to me? That like, that sounds like like you are a relentless guy. Like it actually makes sense why why you are where you are. Like because you you didn't play games when it came to that. So he's in North London. Yeah, I'm in North. Looking for you in the the, the back of the alley somewhere. Yes, in the basement somewhere. And you're in North West. What was going on during that time? Start from 2000. You asked poet about 2000 to 2010. Yeah, Mm. my mind automatically split that into three sections. Go to nice. So from 2000 to 2003 was the grime era. Yep. From 2004 to 2006 was baseline, and then 2006 to 2010 was funky. Mm. So and you was involved in all all three, yeah. So if we said right, to be so, honest, I've been, I've been involved in every British black music scene. So I would what actually you, you were producing first? No, I was an artist first. Yeah, and then when I was like 13, I started going to studios, and all the producers were just playing me whack rhythms. But they don't. They, they don't want to hear. They think they know it all. So I said, I'll just learn to produce. And How do did it myself. you do that? I just did. I just decided. I think. I think it was always my destiny to be this yeah. person. So I think God was always gonna. If 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 I didn't start it when I was six, if if I started a producing thing when I was six, I would have become an artist later. Yeah. yeah. If I started like I started, it, do you know what I mean? So I just, I just, I just was like, yeah, why not? What I'd were the family it. saying? Because mm. these these you know we've spoken to poet about his background, his parent, yours. What was a Ghanaian mum like when you're talking about, yo, I want to do music, mum? My mum couldn't really tell me anything because she did the same thing. She's got like, she's got like newspaper cuttings of her performing Lily Murphy and all of that. So as much as she's telling me, but then at the same time, it didn't do well for her. So she's got a level of fear. Yeah. So it wasn't that she didn't really want me to do it because she didn't respect it. She understood what I was trying to get myself into. You had conversations? Mm. Yeah, yeah, all the time. What were some of the things she'll say to you to look out for or her reservations? My mum was more like, just know what what you want to do is not easy. And then there's no... The music you like, I don't see any British black people Mm. being successful doing it. So I don't understand how you're going to do this kind of thing. And that was it was basically that. Because there was no infrastructure back then, innit? And then my dad... My dad... He he blatantly said, I remember when I said to him, Dad, I'm gonna be a rapper. He said, But you don't have any street cred. Oh, oh yeah, dad. okay. Okay, Dad. Okay, no, okay you, Dad. That, I yeah. do understand where he's coming from. No, yeah, yeah, I get it. Do you know what's funny? And my dad's favorite rapper is Ice T, you know. So he knows what he knows. He knows what So now and back then, if you go to certain areas and you're rapping and you get rapped as well. And that's the grim thing, it's like when you're growing up in the hood and you're just like a normal nice kid. Yeah, you're not trying to be on the road. You're not trying to be bad. You're not realizing like the gangsters are the ones that get all the love. Yeah, yeah. in your area, not around the world, but in in yeah, our yeah. little community, they're the ones that are popping, and then it's in your household. Like my dad weren't listening to Tribe Called Quest. Yeah, he's listening to Ice T telling me, yeah, he was a bad man, and he yeah. so and that's my dad. You look up to your dad, and he's like, of course. you are not, um, you're not going to be street cred enough. And the funny thing was, he was right. Yeah, because you're not a bad man. Yeah. I'm you've, not. Never be- you've never portrayed yourself but, to be. Don't say that. At the same but time, African <laughs> warrior. Yeah, he is. No, he is. No, you're, <laughs> right, you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> but Shout at the same you. time, <laughs> it could have instilled in me that, like, look, these these are the challenges you're gonna have because this uh. is what I see. But you're just just like no. But it was so. It was so. The 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 want to do music was so forceful that no, nothing could nothing have stopped, stopped me. Yeah. As soon as I left secondary school, I just 
started pursuing music. Yeah, independence is your thing. What mm. were some of the struggles that you faced kicking up? Were you even aware that you had these barriers or you just doing it? Do you know what, right? So my dad's an army general and my mum grew what? up very... Matting. Yeah. yeah. No wonder you like a great <laughs> 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 no, The first thing he said to you, you ain't got no street cred. That, that's coming from, that's a, man coming from a general. That's yeah, yeah. general. You know what? It's so, it's so bad, right? When I used to get bullied and stuff like that, I used to come to my dad and he'd be like, look, you're too young to learn what I... So you're just yeah. going to have to take the licks. And then when I turned 18, taught me a couple of things. All the people that used to rob me, they used to get beat up yeah. very quickly. So my mum, because she grew up so poor, she had to work things out for herself. So my mum's the creative in our family. And my dad is the general. So he had the discipline and the routine and mm. all of those sort of things. And that's what I, me and my sister grew up with. So it never occurred to me there was an issue. What, right. what I saw was me, the way my brain works is, ah, oh, that's a problem. But I don't stop there. I go, how do I solve that problem? Yeah, yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm like, okay, so there's no, like, I'll be like, I want to be a rapper. So then you're looking around. I really love Jay-Z, but that's not me. Skibber, okay, that's what I'm going to do. Mm. Then I go to a rave and he's, an, and that's how he blows. Okay, cool. So I'm going to do that. Yeah. Right? And then, Very intentional. Do you get what I'm saying? And yeah. then, like, it will come to, say, like, garage and stuff like that. And it will be like, okay, the Heartless Crew are the big thing. I'm going to follow them. I'll listen to this music, but I'm going to follow them. When Grime came was when, you remember the MTV documentaries? Diaries. Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah. Right, yeah, absolutely. Diaries. So Diaries, to me, yeah, was my university because that's when I first saw Jay-Z and he was like, oh, we were selling that in the boot of our car. Yeah. And, we would, and I thought, okay, then I'll do that then. I won't, I won't go to HMV. I'll just Rhythm Division, Uptown, yeah, Black Market. Big ups. Do you get what I'm saying? So yeah. I didn't realise. Now I look back, I'm like, what did I put myself you through? You didn't realise those were struggles. <laughs> I didn't realise. you were equipped to just keep climbing over. Yeah, and then yeah, obviously yeah. like you get resilience because my mum, my, 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 when, when you grow up, that poor, yeah. There's a level of aggression that you need to survive that. Yeah, like yeah, really. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah. I would say out of the two, my mum is the is the like my as much as my dad's a, a general. My mum's been hungry. Mm. Do you understand where I'm coming from? Yeah, hungry. Like no food for days. She's got a, like my mum's a lovely woman, but you don't want a problem. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, she's a lot. I've, tasted that, I've tasted that jollof. She's very hospitable, but you can see in the eyes, yeah? It's a problem. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, like I said, like, I just always had a, I always had a... It's like a natural resilience. Yeah, I had a natural, that's it. That's exactly Do you yeah. know what it is, Nat? Like, when you listen to this, once again, we keep talking about this, all the conversations we've had, people had to be active, Nat. Yeah, there was no... Like, there was no sitting at home, because you're, you're talking about going in, seeing Skibba and going, I'm going to do that. Like, you have Poet to turn is up. telling Poet's you exactly. how he got to the venue he that he first the saw he broke down Doneo. The Half, like, nowadays, <laughs> we don't have that. Poet, what, what happened? When did you realise that, okay, you've started music, you're now going to branch into... I said this earlier, that... You being a podcaster and a, you know, you've got your own company and entrepreneur. Yeah. These things did not exist when you were doing it. Like I literally said, like all these podcasters are your sons because you lot came first. Yeah, I got a lot of kids. You got you got some babies up in here. <laughs> because what you was doing, I remember watching, thinking, we. This was the first time I'd seen almost like what millennial. Yeah, yeah. You know, without being one thing, mm. you weren't just like you know. I guess with with Eddie and with, with Danae, you could box them. That's yeah, music. Yeah, yeah. That's comedy. Yeah. That wasn't you. That didn't make sense to me. It, didn't, it never made sense to me. Mm. Uh, I grew up on American stuff. American guys done whatever the hell they wanted. Mm. And my dad done whatever the hell he wanted. Yeah, he was a drug yeah, dealer, yeah. a dad, a DJ. <laughs> he was on Rugger FM, 99.6 every Sunday. Oh, do you know what? Sorry to cut you. I had that experience it? as well. The, um, seeing the drug dealers, as much as there was a negative effect, that was my first introduction to entrepreneurs. That was yeah, so that's what I wanted to yeah. say. That was I've, I've heard this a lot of times. Drug dealers are... Look, this is the way I feel about these situations. And we'll get back to... Because I don't care what the government says. I don't care what anyone says. I care about what God says. Mm -hmm. I care about the truth. That's all I care Preach about. Preach your yeah. truth, so Drug dealers are not bad. Drug dealers are perceived to be bad people because the government ain't making no money off what they're selling. So that's all Word. it is. Word. I'm not interested in that. I'm interested in the skill set that you need. It's a proper thing. So my dad had a great skill set. It's a bit like what you were saying. Like I knew what my dad was. My dad was very good at talking. He was a hustler. 
And his whole thing was he left his house when he was twelve. <laughs> what? Uh, to what? Go where? Where was Jim- he going? Jamaica's mad, isn't it? So my dad's seventy-two, bro. Okay, like, okay, dad, okay, okay. This is in 12. Jamaica. This is in Jamaica. Yeah. yeah so like, if home. I think about Congo, leave it. Yeah, you can. You can go walkies. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Uh, not walkies. Yeah, you can. Yeah, Come, he's yeah. over here. You'll find somewhere. <laughs> You'll find somewhere to do that. Like okay. My dad did. So if you don't leave home, you can end up at auntie's, that uncle. Like you find somewhere. Right. They're in the village. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool. But um, yeah, all the skills that I learned from my parents, you know, I'm not gonna go through them. You can yeah. imagine, like, my mom was more or less a single woman. My dad was on the streets. So, like, what you learn is like resilience, like you said, and most importantly, I think is I don't, I don't live in the ideal. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and t-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah. That plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash Wondery and use code Wondery for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash Wondery. Code Wondery. Whether you're shipping 100 packages a month or thousands, ShipStation lets you automate routine shipping tasks and easily handle returns. Manage orders, print labels, compare rates, optimize every shipment, and automate delivery notifications with ShipStation's easy-to-use dashboard. Plus, you can access industry-leading discounted rates from USPS, UPS, DHL, and Global Post, with discounts up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. Over 130,000 companies have grown their e-commerce businesses with ShipStation. And 98% of companies that stick with ShipStation for a year become customers for life. Optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Use promo code WONDERY today at ShipStation.com to sign up for your free 60-day trial. That's ShipStation.com promo code WONDERY. Mm. A lot of people live in the ideal. And I'm not on that. And I'm not also on inviting a thief into my house, my TV goes missing and I blame the thief. I'm not on that as well. I'm no, on taking right, responsibility right. for yourself, the right. people you let in your life. It's all about you. So when I was um, getting to do this thing and I was talking about multiple things that I wanted to do, everyone kept saying to me, you can't do this, you can't do yeah. that. And yeah. I was like, what are you talking about? Shut up. When I'm in school, I'll do 11 subjects. I'm going from English to science <laughs> to drama to... And now you're true, true. as a big man. And then you got to pass all of those tests. Shut up, man. Oh, shut up. my goodness, I dismiss people's fault because I'm like, <laughs> Don't just say something because it sounds good. You have to break it down. It needs to That's make you question yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not interested. But do you know what's mad? That interested. is a very new concept. Like, you know, people only now question things that they've been saying to themselves for years. For years. Like, yeah. you will say things you're like, oh, for example, you know that there's that thing, don't put your bag on the floor. Yeah. If you don't question that, what that really means to you, you'll just continue you just life do doing that. Whereas you actually were using logic. Yeah, my dad, listen, my mom, my mom and dad, you have to break stuff down to them. They're not on this, just say what you want and do what you're doing. Right. Like, my mom was like, you can do what you want when you know what you can't do. So we can, like, my mom would be like, I do what you want in the house. And people used to be like, oh, you can't tell your son that. She goes, oh, no, no, he knows the rules. So when I say do what you want, it's based upon the fact that he knows what he can't do. So with that like that mentality I had in what I was doing, yeah. you can't tell me I can't do something if you can't break it down. You're just basically telling me what you can't do. I'm not interested in that. So you was doing, mm-hmm. you was doing crime. Um, yeah, and then you went into this beautiful thing. The, the way Nadja broke it down, it's, it's just like... You, you became were, a... The, the, the you're almost an influence. Yeah. It's so hard to... You, 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 was, you know what? I'll be honest. You was the first influence. You were. If, if we, I, thing. And I can even pinpoint like the moment when it was like, ding, this is who Poe is, is when you was on Channel U doing your own show by yourself yeah. without no host. Yeah, but I didn't Energy. like influencer because like, I don't know what an influencer is. I'm poet. You know what? Your personality. A personality. Personality. The word's wrong. Let me show you my journey. I started off by doing music because that's what I wanted to do. I yeah. genuinely wanted to do it. I loved it. The amount of problems that were in the music scene early on, there's no infrastructure. People are robbing you. All sorts. People will promise you things and drop you out. That type of world made me go, okay. Yeah. I need to own something because mm. all I keep doing is going to people and asking for stuff. I didn't like that. So I made a music show called That's A Rap and it was based upon the concept of BET Cyphers, watching The Lick every single Sunday at 7pm and I've done all of these things and bro, some of your favourite rappers today were in my show on a cyber Oh, for sure. Yes. Like very much aware. Yes, we were. had an interview. So we done lo- I've done that for like how many years? Three, four years? It went from my own channel to Grime Daily picking it up to SBTV picking it up, R.I.P. Jamal and then to Channel U. So I had a whole four year journey within that and then I saw it as soon as I made my show, Romel London and done a show with. Alright, um, so stop there. Link up TV. See I said, what you've just I'm done. Bored now. I'm no, but listen to else. me. Listen to me. What you've just done, you've described what an influencer is. 
because but also you just, a DIY. You just think, yeah. <laughs> but no, but I think I know what you're trying to say. You know, an yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying as well. Re- he's not an influencer. No, you're loads of people. Poet, poet, poet. What you really are is is a pioneer of something that's come after. I'm not gonna lie to you. After you, came personalities. Came like you were just about to say about Ramel doing a new show. Came all of a sudden. People wanted to do music shows, yeah. not like how Trevor used to do, mm. not like how you sit down yeah. and you'd have a, a you know, a formal, uh, a platform that was formal mm. that had you speaking the Queen's English, talking to artists and getting Rubbish. good stuff. All of a sudden now we wanted it. No racy. rules. We wanted no rules. Yeah. We wanted someone who looked like us yeah. from where we you were from. You took the words out of my mouth. To, oh, did I? Oh, yeah, you took the words right out of my mouth. To do a show. And after you, us, on, on God, all the platforms were doing it. But we but just, all of them. We've got to believe though, man. They need to be, like, I always say to people, like, look at the country. Why are you trying to figure out how where things are going? If there's no black people here with my mum and all that, and there's more black people now, then there's more audience to sell to. Exactly. So I say to my mum, like, mum, you can't tell me this ain't going to work. I go to... I used to do youth work because I was on youth work for 10 yeah. years. So for doing youth work for 10 years, I have to go to so many different places, not just in London, in England, bro. And I'm seeing bare black people just like me, interested in the same things yeah, My as whole me. business was so built on black from, people. Yeah. No, describe what it is that you do. Because a lot of people, you know, like you said, you do different things, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of people would say content creator. Yeah, a lot of people say entrepreneur. They would mm-hmm. say, if I had to meet for the first time, I'd say, my guy, what is it that you do? And don't give me the poet answer. No, don't give him give no. Him, no, let no, him no, give no, you the poet answer. He knows exactly what I'm saying. Yeah, don't give him the po- Exactly. We all know the poet answer. We know the poet answer. Because you're a creator. You know, I'm just a guy that loves black people. Huh? I don't know how else to say it, bro. Huh? Like, everything I do is within the arts that I've learned from the people before me, the people huh? that are going to be up. I hear that. I don't do anything to talk to wow. a different group of people. Yeah. You take a look at all my work. Yeah. When I was doing, like, for example, I've done a football show. Because oh, I'm yeah. going there, not wearing a suit, not sounding like Gary Neville, and I'm yeah. going there, well, my brother, and rah, rah, rah. Well, even when I went to Copper 90, I said to them at the start, 2012, I said to them, yo, we need some black people in here. Mm. And they thought I was just saying that. I was like, no, bro. Look at school systems. Look at the amount of individuals that we are actually speaking to. Look at where the country's going. There's going to be more black people all, all the, time. the time. Ethnic minorities, like, I can talk to that group of people. No one in this office can. Allow me to talk to them. Yeah. And they, they always try to restrict it. All. That's why I made Filthy Fellas. Because I was like, no, no one don't go to the pub or sit down in you and talk like, oh, how is it? No one's on that. We talk in a particular way where it's a unique method of speaking. We took your English and we made it to wherever we want. My so guy. we are intelligent individuals. Listen, Danelle. we speak your you, English and our English. Are you hearing, do you hear the it's energy that's coming from this brother? Yeah. Yeah. You see, he's, he went into spaces and he's just like, there's something wrong here. So, what was going on during your time when it was coming up, things that was going on in the background? Because you've been independent. So yeah. he was almost like kind of removed from it. And did you but, feel yeah. the same about pioneering? Because I, I honestly didn't know Funky until I knew you. I didn't realise I was a pioneer until I started seeing my therapist. Oh, I love this. Because I was too busy, like... My brother. I was too, like... You got a therapist? Yeah. So have I. So have I. Yeah. Well, it's, it's a therapy yeah. world out here. Not very, me. Very I'm out here on these streets. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. It will happen one day. No, no, no. I've got no. a good family, man. I'm good. Yeah. No, I hear that. I hear I'm that good, too. man. I've got a good family. I hear that too. Works like Yeah, go on, my bro. Uh... What things are going on in the background? Explain, yeah, explain a bit more. Coming, he's walked into this space and he's yeah. gone, something's wrong here. There's not enough black people. You need to restructure this place. But during the time when you was coming up, what was happening? Record labels. You know, when it came to conversations and stuff, did you see more people like you? Or was it just the people we're seeing at the forefront, the artists? Do you know what the biggest problem I saw was? The divide between West Indians and Africans. Oh, oh yeah, talk Because on I'm it. like poet. I Diaspora. see black people first. Yes. Mm. I grew up in Northwest, innit? So, like... Being black is really important to me. Mm. And but I'm also African and West Indian. I've lived in Africa. My dad's, you know what I mean? Like I grew up in Northwest. So both sides were very, very strong. Were very strong. And I think before I can talk about outside issues, we need to talk about the inside issues. Mm, my brother. And I think that divide that is not there anymore was one of our biggest issues. 100 percent mm. One of our biggest issues. Because it wasn't like. People don't realise, because I was African and West Indian, I heard it from both sides. And everyone thinks the West Indians were just dumping on... No, but the Africans were very uh, condescending towards mm-hmm. the West Indians. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, no, they, I they, both, they both got told to come to this country, but for different things. My biggest issue was like, I speak both, let's say languages, but everyone else doesn't. So I've always been the odd one out. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Externally, mm, 
they're quite painful issues, man. It's like... Go on. I remember one time when I was doing the funky thing, this white guy, I met him for the first time. He was a promoter. And this is the first time I've met the guy, right? And we're talking, just having a random conversation. And he's like, yeah, I love Funky House, but you know what you black people are like? You're going to, your gangsters are going to get involved. You're going to root, like, you guys just ruin everything. Wow. And I'm looking at, you know, you know what we were talking about earlier about being shocked and frozen? Yeah. yeah I'm, not a man, I'm not a man that's going to have that. But it was so, imagine, imagine we're having this conversation. Yeah. Having, like, Eddie goes, your mum. Yeah. And, and I'm like, like, huh? like, what? Yeah. Poet. You can't even comprehend. Yeah, I'm just like, what? And me and my friend were looking at each other. And it was like stuff like that would go on. Or, or again, I look within my culture, the black people that were in positions would tell you you're too black. Right. That hurts more that. Yeah. than the, the white guy. Because I'm looking at you like you should be the person that guides me. Mm. And you're telling me I'm not good enough. But we look the same. Still there was a lot of that. I was going to say, Still there was a lot of that. Back yeah, then, yeah, yeah. in the noughties, there was a lot of, I made it, but can you not? Because I'm pretending to be the good black here and you're going to come and ruin it. Yeah. So you need to stay over there and I'm not giving you a position of power. There was a weird crabs in a bucket kind of energy that was happening. Like, you could never... See, like, now how we support all artists when they drop their yeah, music. Yeah, Or we support shows when they, they come out. They found a formula. They tried something that actually worked. Right. Gone, oh, Unity But we had serious diaspora wars then. And we had... Yeah. It was like... It was one or none. It was... There was a it's scarcity. Now, so no, of course it is. Or even... Or even... Or even... Going back to issues in art, like, Mobo's ignoring us until... You know, the yeah. Stormzy win yeah. was when Mobo's changed. And I had to forgive them. Because in my head, I was like... You finally rewarded a young black man on his come up. I disagree. Mm. Oh, on the come up, you know. I disagree. It was on the come up. What? And after they did that, I said, you know what? I can forgive you for what you did to us. You can't forgive them. You can. You can't. Because you know, what? you know what? You know what? Everything. Do you know what? I'm glad we're having Pin this convo. Because yeah. I've yeah. never yeah. been able. I've never. Truth, no, no. I've else. never <laughs> been able to say this because I've never been with someone who's has the similar pain. Yeah, yeah. Right? Mm. This is how I see it. Because when Stormzy won that award, I saw a lot of my peers jumping down his throat. Oh, it's too early for you yeah, to win that. Yeah. Red hair. Mm, and in my head, I was thinking, this is not fair. For everything that we fought for, Stormzy is the result of that. Mm. But because it's not you getting the award, you're upset not looking that we've won kind of thing. It may not be you won, but we have. Why, why do you say so we have? Let's you... tell the truth. Look at the MOBOs now. The it's like the rated award. That's the truth. Go for it. Paul. So basically, back in the day, there wasn't a lot of black people. So the mobiles used to ship a lot of Philippine Americans over, Absolutely. and that's the way they used to make it big. Yeah. yeah. Now there's more famous black people. They can't avoid it. That's what has happened. In 2012, when Rich was meant to win the flipping mobile, yeah, and they invited all the man, oh, 2011, they invited all the man into Scotland. Yeah. We all got on planes. They used his music for everything, and then what happened? I remember that. He didn't, didn't win nothing. Win that was my it, brother, that... that was one of the most disrespectful things I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, then, you know get, but yeah. guess who did win an award on that night? Jesse J, Ed Sheeran. Tinchy, Strider, flipping. They even gave an award to bloody Rizzle Kicks for no reason. Rizzle so that's number kicks. one. That's 2011. Yeah, Tinchy Striders. We want to give Tinchy an award. My G, my G. No, but I want to say, we want to give Tinchy an award. No, no, I told you what happened. You perceive oh, okay, like okay. Yeah. Let's move forward. <laughs> yeah, no, no. To let's be fair, he didn't forward. say listen, that no one should have won. He just listen. said who did. I just said Red was the guy right there. <laughs> no, 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 he was, he was, he was. He didn't win an award. Okay, let's move forward to 2013, 2014. And don't forget, they lured him to the award. Sorry to cut you. They lured Wretch to the award. Yeah, they did. They did. Tottenham has no business in Scotland, my when Rich told that story, yeah. I've never seen Rich be emotional, but I could see he was vexed. No, Even no, when he was there. Anyway, remember, I go was, on. Sorry. Like, you, you was Zeon. vocal. My brother, oh, I Zion's man, Zion was his manager at the Big time. Big up Zion, right by now. the way. That's my brother from early. Big yeah. up so Z. when man's gone, that's when I would have felt like we won. We didn't win. So three years after that, now we're sitting down. Me, Mitch, me, Mitch a bag of people. I won't yeah. even mention the rest. And I'm sitting down. It's 2014. They're asking me to come do this whatever behind the scenes nonsense. And there's a big screen in front of me that has rap slash grime. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? 
If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. So I've said... Let me tell you lot something. That art form of rap derives from a whole other country. Grime is something that belongs to us. I don't see why you're categorizing them together. And they did. It doesn't happen today. So my thing is this. This is the truth, bro. When something is made popular and you cannot avoid it, then you have to comply. Word. But the real guy is the guy that complies beforehand. So them man right. owe an apology. So no, you're so right. You're right. So you're right. You're right. What's no, no, no. You're what's right. It's the same thing that happens now. You can cast. You can say, "Oh, Obama's the greatest, bro." Yeah. That guy sent more man to war than. No, we gonna let Paul right go now. with the thing. I just just no, care I get about it. True. No, no, I get what you're saying is true. But also, what I'm saying is. People don't realize how painful all these things were because you carry them with you. Yeah, like. Poet's response, yeah, is a response. That's a physical response to an emotional pain. So here's yeah. the thing. Wait, hold on. Poet, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on to the truth. My so, thing is this. I don't mind holding on to the truth. No, I don't mind holding on to the truth, but I don't like being emotionally attached Led to the truth. Right, right, oh, that's right, a bit more. So don't give a damn, fam. But that comes from therapy, by the way. That's a therapy thing. The mobiles, what they're going to do now, that's what I don't like. That's why I get emotional because the problem hasn't been resolved. Now you've got this whole perception of we're supportive, but the moment black people ain't cool again, What's going to happen? I want to know you're here forever. Until you tell me the truth, I will be emotional. Why? Because it's my people, bro. Mm. It's my pain, bro. Give me, some of the, give me some of the platforms over the years that you feel uh, have yeah. fairly celebrated our scene. Yes. So let's the go because the most. So, hold on, hold on, hold on. I love that. Hold on, Sidewinder. 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 Before GRM. Rewind. Before GRM. Rewind. Let's go back to the early 2000s. I oh, want to understand. Wait, GRM back was. Then. Hang on a minute. Sidewinder Why and Rewind. No, 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 no. I'm talking about awards. Oh, what's that? Oh, well, Side winder. That's, that's, that's what I'm saying, guys. That's the only time I've ever won an award. Right, so break it. So some people might not realize this. Yeah. Yeah. So there's people that are listening right now who are thinking about the mobile awards. The so Channel U awards. Channel U. Right. Channel U oh, awards. Yeah. So describe the Channel U awards. Oh, my God. Let me go on YouTube right now. Did you attend the Channel U awards? No, that's the only era I wasn't a part of. I didn't go to Channel U awards. I wasn't really like, like it was just too many gangsters there and I'm by myself. Urban Music Awards. Did you ever go to Urban Music You want to talk about gangsters? Urban Music Awards, well, my goodness. Well, it's funny, that's why I remember the story yes. of me and Lethal. That's why I met Lethal. I went, I, Hold I, on, I, was, I that, was that the one at Indigo? Yes. What do you mean the that one was, at Indigo? What right, one at Indigo? That one. All right, so hold on. What happened? Everybody calm down. Mm. The crazy, first, so the you know what's one? funny? You know what's funny, right? Yeah. You know what's funny? Sorry to cut you guys. <laughs> <laughs> they say you know you're from the hood, yeah? <laughs> yes. If you can smell danger. Not if you're a bad man or that. If you can smell danger. I've walked in now, yeah? And I'm not going to say who the artist is, but this artist is jumping around like know, he's in exactly a safe environment. Yeah? Yeah. And I, I just went, and I leaned on the post and I put my hood up and I said, bro, calm, I don't like it in here. Calm down. Mm. And before you know it, man will get in. Right, so man, <laughs> man will get in. And this is the, this is the stuff we, because remember, it wasn't regulated back then. Yeah, of course. Imagine, I remember being in Sidewinder, gunshots going off, and me and Target are just like, like we, we, we're not we're not thing we're not phased by it. Yeah. It wasn't actually until that award show mm -hmm. I realized how numb we were. Because the remember, do you remember the the, the um, there was a host there? Yeah, she was in the middle of it. Yeah, outside she had blood on her face. Yeah, oh, yeah? because someone else's blood was on her. Brother, if you saw the way this woman was wiling, ah, oh my god! And at first, my what are you acting like that for? And then, and then I thought about it, and I was like, she's the one that's acting normal. Mm. It's my lack of. Is, 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 what's the word that we use? Well, you've been desensitized. 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 That's, That's made me go. It is, isn't it? Um, in, in, in saying all that, we have been part of the scene. This has been our scene. This has been I the transition. It. Of course. And we, the good, we the do bad, love and it. And ugly. you two are your own bosses. Now, here's where it gets interesting. Don't know. You went, yeah. you went for years um, being independent. You've seen 16 the things, years. Seen 16 yeah, years. Yeah. And eventually, and I know your story in terms of there's a point where you were supposed to sign or you're supposed to get signed. There was inquiries about you, but it just never got to you. And then years later, you've ended up signing. Why did you end up signing? when you've been so independent doing so well because that year so let, let me explain the songs that came out that year Go for so it. you can get it 
So what that year was is that? Was that 2016, yeah, the beginning. I actually, I actually remember. So that was my fifth run. So I've had like five runs. Come I'm on my what? sixth one now, yeah? <laughs> Come so there was Grime, <laughs> Baseline, UK Funky, Deep House, and then Rap was my fifth run. Right. Yeah? That year, I brought out My Circle. Sorry, banger, by I the way. I did Come Down for oh. Western. Locked though for gigs banger. and black with JME. Oh, bangers, 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 bangers. Let me tell you something. Also, and oh. let me was a banger too, by the way. Yeah, but that's uh, that's but 2017. Oh yeah, it came out there. So yeah, yeah. I've always had bangers. I understand yeah. my what I love and I understand what I black people love. I We're give you that. That was the first year. <laughs> Talk your shit. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. Go on, D. I'm listening. Shout out Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> right. Let's go. Let's go. You are such a people champ, man. We love it. Take your mic back, sir. That was that was the first year the industry could actually quantify what I what I meant because now real money's being made because mm -hmm. every 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 black person in this fucking country has raved and had experience to my music. Yes. You Every single again. one in. Sir, Talk to my No, but no, 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 but no. no. Let me finish, let me finish. Tell them again. Yeah, no, but I'm Listen. saying, I've gone to, I remember, I remember right? I've gone to young artists' houses, yeah? Mm. Ones I'm trying to bring through back then. And their mum, them and their younger sister all know who, all know who I am generational blessings they're like you don't know about Bounce and you don't know about African Warrior you don't know about Lockdown you don't, know them way there so saying that saying that I say this saying that I say this yeah every black person from Kanye King to all the A&Rs yeah. I know that when you go home to your house parties it's my music you listen yeah, yeah, to yeah. Yeah. you probably met your wife to my music yep. your brethren have probably had experiences to my music dress. right mm -hmm. yeah. but all of that was just vibes. You can't make money from vibes. Right. right? You can. Now. No, you can, yeah. but in the industry Maybe eyes, now. Yeah. No, no, no. You could then. All right. You could always then. Otherwise, there wouldn't be poets. There wouldn't be me's. There wouldn't be That's Dizzy right. Rascals and yeah. all that. So, what happened was Spotify came and Spotify gave the public the power. The power. And the public said, we want black music, please. Thank you very much. We've been waiting for this for a minute. Yeah. Everything that I'm doing now is being quantified. It's not just, oh, my circle's a bad tune. We love it. Because it went off in this rave, that rave, that, that rave, rave. That rave, now yeah. Now it's, it's got a channel. It's done that and it's making money. Mm. Do you know how much that breaks my heart when you take a look at... Because if you take a look at our scene, we've never had the opportunity back in the day to quantify anything. Exactly. There was no way. Yep. But yet we were still able to recognise talent. We were yep. able yep. to make yep. we was music. We do you know what? Do you know what? Do you know what? We, we, was able, we was able to recognise we can make a business out of it. Yeah. Yes. That's... But Joel, breaks my heart now. What? We've changed the procedure in able to just make money. And the mm. killer is you end up making money for as long as someone is in secondary school for. And then after that, God knows what they're yeah. doing because you work in cycles. You've had the ability to go, I'm not going to be in that cycle. And you said you've been, what, five runs? Well, say I've you. And your yeah. average artist at No, I'm on my label, sixth run now. Sixth run. run. I promise you, most artists at labels have what, one and a half. Two, is that? maybe. There was just too much weight on my shoulders. Yeah. Dealing with, I, I can manage myself in the underground thing, but now money's involved. Like I'm talking about money from bookings, money from this. It became too overwhelming for me to run the business because I'm a sole trader. I'm becoming mm -hmm. a businessman now, but really I was a sole trader. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I thought if I sign to a record label, they can take away some of this stress. Yeah. Mm. And yeah. that's why I signed. Because I, I, I needed an infrastructure. Did it work? Did it work out for you? It worked out in the sense of it made me realize that I need to build... I've always built an infrastructure for myself, but I'm going to have to learn to actually be a businessman. I'm going to have to learn how to hire people. Mm. I'm going to have to learn what my strengths and weaknesses are. And I have to build people around me that suit me. But signing to Ireland was one of the best experiences I've ever had. That's it. Because they let me come in the offices. They let me speak to all the marketing people. Even if they were annoyed, they still let me... Have the opportunity. Have the to opportunity that. to yeah. understand what's going on here. And in darkest, if I if I've be, be honest, you know what? I've had a few beautiful things said to me, yeah, not loads. I count my hand. Darkest said the most. He said, "D, none of us in this industry understand how long you've why you've been here for so long. None of us. All we know is that we all last last month I went on holiday, and that's I'm dancing with my children exactly. to your songs. So he said, "I'm not even trying to understand." 
I just want you to bring that here. That man was trying to sign you for Five. years, though. No. No one was trying to sign no, me for years. Has been, no. I remember like, when I you like, came out and yeah. said you were signed, it was like a big deal. It was like really like, you, raw, yay. Like we were cheering for you. Deneo. Because Deneo, Deneo had slipped into this place where like he looked like, we're talking DIY Jen, innit? So you looked like you had things so patterned that, People it was people would just be yeah. like he's doing his thing in it. It doesn't, yeah. and yeah. also you can't you can't take someone like Deneo and market them and try and spin new things on them no. or try and change what they're doing because no one does what he does. Because they, they imagine right? Imagine I say that I say that. <laughs> imagine yeah, Lockdo made everyone go. Yeah, yeah. Lockdo. Do you know what you know what Lockdo made everyone mad, go? Mad, they yeah. made everyone go. Oh, he can help us go global. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, then yeah. they ask you. But you got to remember, like gigs a and um, yeah. landlord and me and him yeah. just love music then you sign me and you're trying to control something it. that you don't fully understand, you understand. this is it do you understand where I'm coming you from you don't under then... yeah you, you signed me for, for this but you don't want me to do this kind of thing hey, like keep the lights on <laughs> yeah and it's like I could have kept the lights on if I was allowed to do what I wanted to do. Mm. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. All right. So. I want to ask the pair of you because obviously DIY sounds lit. Like, you're both here. We're skanking. We're having yeah. a good time. But it is damn well hard. Being mm. your own manager, your own boss. Eddie, Eddie, we've spoken about not signing. I've only signed to management literally a month yeah. ago. I've been doing this for I've 10 years. You've well, not done it and you only did stubborn. it in your sixth. No, 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 no. I've had a few managers. Okay, oh, yeah. well, then you've I had mean, your ins and outs. Yeah. But what would you say are the, the downsides? I guess we can all answer this. Mental yeah, health. Really. Okay. Mental health is one of the biggest downsides okay. because of what of, of, of being, being your own boss and doing because you're constantly doubting yourself mm -hmm. because you've never done it before so you're not sure if it's gonna work and everybody's oh, like nah it's not I gonna work like this guy's not gonna that work that right, because it? he's like I should have had a poet from back then because <laughs> poet will put poet a battery not, in your back yeah I was no gonna, yeah, you're heavy yeah, yeah, yeah I am I am do you know what I mean we can do this so like my biggest issue was not knowing what I'm capable of living within that. I always say this here, when a fireman comes to, to hose your house down, you don't want a nervous fireman. You want someone who's, no, blip, blip, blip. Yeah. You want someone assertive. And I didn't have that. As much as I'm, 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 I'm I hey. naturally got the assertion in me because of my mum and my dad, but mentally, I thought yeah. I was flopping the whole time. Yeah. Right. And I had to go see a therapist, yeah, to talk it through. And as the words are coming out of my mouth, I was like, Ra, for real, you did that. Yeah, man. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, and now I've had to, you know, write down the things that I've done, look at them, accept who I am. And it's not an ego thing, mm. but it's like, it's more of a, like right now on my sixth journey, I don't know what's going to happen. I've got a plan and I know what I think could happen, but the pain isn't there anymore. You... Because like, I, I don't know what's going to happen. I've got an idea, but I know that I've got 20 years of experience when I do this, this and this, something happens. So let me just focus on that. I say that's one of the biggest issues. The second biggest issue for me is money management. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. A lot of us, Big yeah, time. make. Let me tell you Mine's something. Terrible. No, no. Let me tell you. No, no. Let me tell you something. A lot of us in the entertainment industry, we make a lot of money. Do you know what I mean? And I'm talking about when I say a lot of money, I mean over forty. Because you only need forty-five grand a year to survive. Really? Really? Yeah, you only need 45. Don't someone that's wearing ballets up and down. Don't do that. Keep going. No, but you only. No, but don't. Don't listen to him. So, when you're making like 75, 100, you're not realizing if I was organized with that money, I could save for three years and I could hire a secretary mm. and pay them a proper I wage. Agree with that. Yeah. Not, here's a hundred pound. Yeah. We can pay them 35 racks and they can organize your life for you. Yeah. Mm. Right? My money management was bad and I had someone around me that was good at making it. Bruh, one time, yeah, I was 3,000 pounds in my overdraft. This was like at the end of Grime. So remember, that's Excuse a lot. Excuse me? I was so shook. Speak yeah. the truth. I'd never come to my mum. I came to my mum with my tail in my legs. And I said, mum, this finished. is what I've done. Mm. And then she looked at me and thought about it and said, well, let's discuss this. So we discussed it. And she was like, what can you do? And I was like, duh, 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 duh. I could do dub plates. Bro, oh I paid days. off that, that free grant within a month. And I made double. Shut the front. So I had, I had someone, I had someone to, do you understand what I'm saying? Like I had someone to go to, yeah. but a lot of us don't. Like for yeah, instance, yeah, yeah, for sure. there's a book called The Richest Man in Babylon. Yep. Before well, you read well. Rich Dad, Poor Dad, yeah. and before you read um, Think Rich, Serious Grow book. Rich, don't read those Alchemist. ones first. Okay. Don't read those ones. Read 
um, The Richest Man in Babylon. Because that book, yeah, lets you know you don't need a lot of money. What you need is patience, discipline, discipline. and a little bit of faith. So All right, what a, about you, poet? So what would you say are the downfalls, the bits that you struggle with, with being a DIY entrepreneur? Man took off his glasses, Na you know. What did I call you guys again? Pick people of purpose? No, I didn't say that. What did Sounds I say? Like I like that, that yeah. Who am I People of purpose. Oh, I'm going to say Nadia. Why? Yes, Lord. Through me. She said pop. That's what you want. I do a lot of pop. Yeah? Pop. Yeah, people of purpose. You popping. But what would you say Parts that you're just like, no, nah, I want to take off my glasses for, me, for this one. Yeah, me too, actually. All right, so one thing that's difficult <laughs> for me off. at the start, I guess, was to accept that that's not me. Mm. It was very difficult for me to accept that. Yes. It was just, it took, a, and that, for difficult for me is like six months. And you know what? Difficult. Sorry to cut you. Do you know mm. how I know he's a bad man? Because he's the one that helped me see it was okay to be myself. I remember, mm. do you, I don't even think you remember the conversation. Yeah. I was complaining to Poet. And he goes, but D. This is how it's supposed to be. You're supposed to be this. They're supposed to be that. What's the big that deal? Is, that is and I was like, yeah. Oh yeah. That oh, is yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh. yeah, but anyway, go on. So at the start, I always look at things a copper night because before then I literally was doing whatever I wanted, really doing whatever I wanted. And then you get this job, it's paying you a certain amount of money. I'm looking after my mom, all these responsibilities now, and I'm trying to find the compromise. And the bad thing within the compromise is that at the start, they tried to make it seem like I had to comply and conform. And it was only six months into it. I remember sitting down with them. I was like, why do you keep asking me to change certain things? I was like, listen, you see whatever your investors are telling you. It's got nothing to do with me. I got called here to do something based upon what I've did. If you want to get rid of me, go ahead. But guess what? You can't. Because your whole business is wrapped around me now. So what we're going to do is just allow me to be me. And if I ever disrespect, cool. But I ain't going to disrespect. Stop telling me what to do. Bro. The Apprentice. Just stop it. I'm not on it. Like you're out here telling me how to do yeah. my job. And I told you how to do your job. Your gut just started just screaming. Me. Isn't right. it? I started getting angry. And I was like, bro, you don't even want to bring this type of energy yeah. to work. So I just gave them that. I said, allow me, bro. And I think more people shouldn't be afraid to do that because it's like, I keep myself around people that know me. Yeah. I don't give a shit what their job is. Yeah. They could be wanted to be the manager of McDonald's. It's got nothing to do with me. Yeah. I just need you to be ambitious and I need you to know me. So the moment I act out of character or something you haven't seen before, you, you question me. it and we try mm -hmm. to figure out where is this going? Mm -hmm. Is it growth to a next thing? 100%. Or is, am I just gassed by my environment? I don't 100%. want to be gassed by my environment. And one thing that that side will make you do is get gassed by their environment. I'm from a community that doesn't come from money. If I'm around people that do come from money, they will start doing things and I will try to imitate it because I've got no one around me to go, hey, Paul, Kyle, what, what the hell are you doing, bro? Yeah, money from that. So I'm with people that I've known from day one. Good people though. Not bad people. I don't need to be with you, know you for a long time if you're at Egypt. That's your business. So I would definitely say, keep love around you and don't second guess your gut because try and know you're not from the same environment. It's like, that's hey. not me. And on that note, we're going to end it. That was beautiful. That was a beautiful end. I just, people of power, thank you for joining us and making us realise that actually we are the commodity. We are the, we are the price tag. So That's right. Talk your shit. I mean... Yeah, we. I don't even know what to say. Like, no, it's not. Like, yeah, 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 like, we are the price tag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that, that. That's it. Go That's and make it. money. Make your own. Wow. I've been Nadia J. And I'm Eddie Caddy. And thank you so much for joining us on this nostalgic journey. The past couple of months have been incredible because we brought you Plus Four Four Presents the Naughty Podcast exclusively on Amazon Music. Thanks to all our guests, Tolly T, Jocelyn GSCN, Tinchy Schrader, Koji Radical, Mega Man, Lethal Bizzle, Chip, JDLB, and of course, our production the team. team. Thank you so much. Make sure you subscribe to the Plus Four Four feed in anticipation of season two of Ooh. the Plus Four Four podcast returning in the coming week. See ya!